We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the season four finale coverage of For All Mars Kind. I mean, For All Mankind. Uh, but sure. based off of the ending of this finale, it's kind of For All Mars Kind now. I'm your host, Mario Busto, alongside the other host, Zachary Newton. Welcome back. We're back, y'all. Season four, episode 10, aka the finale, titled Perestroika. Do we know what the meaning of perestroika is, Zach, the resident Russian expert? Uh, I'm not the resident uh, Russian expert, no, uh, but I can look it up. It okay. basically means uh, restructuring. Restructuring. Okay, so there was definitely a restructuring of who holds Goldilocks as the entire ramp up this season. Although this kind of storyline emerged midway through. Season four, this whole idea to steal uh, Goldilocks. Yeah. Really, I got to give it to him. One of the best season finales I've ever watched personally, even if it did have, which I I never mind this, that two month prior flashback in the beginning Mm -hmm. of the episode, clearly we've mentioned the Chekhov's gun, you know, theory in in writing for the most part. It's kind of like a, a rule. If you show a gun... It just adds this tension that it has to be used. I think Tarantino has done the opposite sometimes where you like you show the gun and you think it's going to be used and it's not used. But nonetheless, it's effective because the entire time you're thinking someone's going to get shot with his gun. And in this episode, it ex- actually happens to get fired and it hits Commander Poole. Quite fittingly, to be honest with you, right? Yeah. Felt like, felt like she was just down in that hallway to get shot. Yeah, <laughs> you knew something was going to happen. Something bad was going to happen when she started making her way down there. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. she didn't die though. At least, right? Like that's yeah. that's good. I we talked about that a little bit off air, but uh, I feel like most shows nowadays would have made the decision to kill her, right? Because yeah. the foreshadowing of her giving her her son like that message saying, "I'm not going to miss seeing your, you know, your grandson, my grandson." you know, being born now and we're going to watch Star Trek as you caught, yeah. uh, all these different things, you know, other shows would have taken that as like the negative foreshadowing, like, oh, because she says that she's going to die and it's not going to happen. But yeah, for all mankind decided to have a more optimistic outlook, which I did say, I think I mentioned this, maybe I said it in my head, but I could have swore I said it on an episode that people would be too pissed if they killed like a Commander Poole or an Ed Baldwin, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's it like would the be equivalent of killing a beloved, that. especially for this show where it stands right now, where we stand with all of our main character situations. Yeah. There's not a lot left of the old guard here, right? We got, no. and I feel like that's what they were getting at at the end where this is going to be like a new guard as the prominent uh, main characters in season five. We're definitely speed, you know, we're just speed, speeding straight towards that pre-expanse potential or pre-Star Trek potential, right? With the way this ended, because it seems like the whole thing that they want to establish early on in this episode mm-hmm. 
is that the best thing for mankind is that Dev is successful in stealing this asteroid because you see the corruption from the Russians. You see uh, even Eli is involved uh, in some sense. He under he knows. I don't know if you caught that, but Margot has this realization that Eli's in on the whole thing about Sergey getting killed. Yeah, it seems uh, like it. At yeah, least, she looked, at least looking at it through her lens. Yeah, because we don't, we can't confirm that. But the way he says, "Margot, we can talk about this privately." Like, how does he know what this is? Right? Yeah. Um, which makes you believe that the Americans are also involved. Also, Sergey, how about don't use your real name at the motel you're checked into? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you would think if, I guess if, if you defected to the US, you might want to change your name just for protection. Um, but yeah, no, I, I guess not. He, he, was a, he was a little too brave there. Yeah, just Donald Johnson, you know, just change your name, man. Don't. Uh, anyways, I wonder if that Big Mac is still there on the table. I don't know, man. But, you, you know, one of the, the interesting things with this episode for me uh, is when I think about the show, like this show is a brutal show, right? It like, is. Th- like yeah. the first episode, we had at least two people killed off. The last episode, we had uh, Sergey's, uh, you know, a hole blown in his head right before he takes a bite out of Big Mac. Yeah. This episode was very suspenseful. It was very well done. And I, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall there being a single death in this episode. No, I don't think so. I don't think there was. Um but nonetheless, you had this tension the entire time that you didn't know. Like, for example, I don't know if you felt this way because it sounds like you felt this way. I wouldn't have been surprised if we left this episode with Ed, Danielle, Dev, everybody dead in that North Korean module. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been surprised if Sam flew off that ship. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised if Palmer flew off that ship. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if, actually, no. I wouldn't have been surprised if Miles died, not by the way that he was being tortured in this episode, but by some other means, which we'll talk about Miles later because we have a very uh, controversial bet here, which I think I personally won with the way everything panned out and and the fact that, you know, in the time skip later, certain individuals are not arrested. Um, And, you know, we'll we'll discuss that. Some quotes stood out today, so the category should be strong. Okay. Um, But I don't, you know talking about this episode from a high level high level does not mean bougie uh this is a term that actually i've stolen from zach over the years high huh. level is just like a you know top-down look at something yeah um it's not like we understand this and you don't high level it's more like <laughs> we're taking the bird's eye it's view. a thirty thousand foot view of exactly. the uh of the episode here the moment aleda tells margo that sergey's dead right and for some reason shows do this thing where nobody the writers never like to write the death reaction yeah <laughs> you, you ever notice that shows never the i every time we have one of these scenes i'm now i'm always just tallying it up i'm waiting for sergey's dead and then the actor has to have a moment i'm sure they filmed it by the way um, yeah, i would imagine they did you know I, like i don't know maybe maybe it's more effective to let the the watcher kind of like have that reaction themselves not feel like they're guided there the muted reaction. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I just, at this point, I'm catching a trend with shows <clears throat> going back for a while now where um, it seems like most shows prefer to do the turn the audio off, yeah. see the silent reaction of the person, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, it Last, does, of, us did, last of Us did that crap. I mean, it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the moment Aleda tells Margot about it, 
I had kind of come to the conclusion that Deb's plan was going to fail at that point mm. on, on because to me, it was more about they needed to have that realization from Earth, from a few people, that if this asteroid comes to Earth, um, the Mars program is dead because all these people care about is lining their pockets, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the honorable, like the actual tough choice here, right? Because that was another thing. It was, let me tell you, this show surprises me constantly, but out of nowhere, this went from stealing an asteroid to this being a historical decision for that will reverberate for, for centuries type of thing. Uh, think about it. You have that moment with uh, Margot recounting her mentor who she now has a similar fate to, right? Because mm-hmm. she's hated by everybody. Margot's like the most tragic hero and maybe one of the most tragic heroes I've ever seen in a TV show. She trades her whole beloved career that she staked her whole life for, for, for a man she can never be with, right? Yeah. Um, and now her reputation is already dead. Her life is, she's pretty much forfeiting her life here to do something for the betterment of mankind that hates, that hates her. Her name is the only one scratched out in the in the NASA's director's sign. I don't know if you noticed that. I did notice it, yeah. Yeah, so people pretty much trash her name. And she's probably the best director in NASA history, according, like in this timeline of the show, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt to me that we needed to have that moment where hope was lost on Mars, but Earth came to the rescue in a way. But... I guess they had insurance because Sam was successful in fending off Palmer. So either, even if Margot never did this, the engines wouldn't have shut off, right? No, no. I feel like they. Oh, they would have been able would, to circumnavigate it. Yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. were gonna like dump. I don't. I don't know that they were gonna dump the fuel or. It, I forget the specifics of what they were gonna do, but it it still would have gone around the the shut off because they just wouldn't have had any ability to run the engine at that point. But. You know, this episode had me guessing the entire time what was going to happen, um, which I liked. But I'm so glad there was not another layer to this onion of, well, let's go around them now. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, guys, come on. Come on. We got like four (laughs) plans going on all at once. Let's just let's just let it play out here. (laughs) You're talking like, okay, we need the discriminator. And then now they're in the North Korean module and it goes wait a minute, is that an S-band radio over there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then NASA's like, wait a minute, they're trying to... And then I love how the directors of the space programs are the most oblivious people. Mm-hmm. Eli's, Eli's always like the worst when he's like, wait a minute, they're trying to steal our ship? Wait. <laughs> and it's like they are there simply for the audience to catch up, catch on to like what's going on. And at that point... They're so late that the audience is yelling at them like, Jesus, these are the leaders of the Well, they are, they, they are a bit slow. Don't forget that there's quite a delay. There's like, what, a few minute delay between everything that happens on Mars and there. So five minutes. Yeah. I guess five minutes. I guess that's just why they're, they're all really slow. We, we get like five minutes of solid, uh, you know, content playing out. And then we get the reaction from Eli. <laughs> He's busy thinking about those little fried fish with those potatoes in Russia. Yeah. Sounded pretty fire, uh, that meal. I'm not going to lie. It, it does sound um, good. How about the whole, going back to what you were saying, I agree with you. Uh, if they would have done just one more of those circumnavigating strategies, <laughs> it would have been too much. They, they, you know, wait, we can just go around them here from NASA. We can, we can take the engine back. We can take the ship back. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and then it would just would have been one more. It would have been like Deb saying, all right, now we got to go to the freaking 
I don't know what module they would have gone to next, but uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Disconnect the engine. Well, that wait would be kind of productive because they wanted to slow it down, but yeah. Wait a minute. He just starts thinking to himself, no, but impossible. That can't work. <laughs> Sam, need, if you look to your left. To enter, <laughs> enter the ship enter the and attack enter. everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There um, is a machine gun, Sam, that I stored in the cargo hold. Oh God! Um, no way, Sam doesn't die. By the way, in re- in a real scenario like this, holding on by one arm with two massive thrusters on her left and right, like yeah, is I mean, it, you saw is when being she in space like being in a pool. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like what what like part of being pool? in a pool are you referencing? You're like you're weightless underwater, you know? Well, yeah, I mean you're weightless in space. That's what I'm saying. So like, if there are two massive thrusters, by the way, I would have figured that. They would have been frayed. It, like it, th- that's fire coming out of the thruster. Well, and don't forget, space is cold. I get that, but what I'm trying to say is that you got. Didn't those thrusters look awfully close they, to that power did, panel? Man. Like they, they looked really close to <laughs> to Sam. Like, they looked close to a lot of things there. Bordering design, like questioning uh, of how close the thrusters are to the the integrity of the actual ship itself, but. I'm not yeah. an engineer, so I'm not going to comment on it. But I, 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 I thought for sure Sam was going to be like sucked off into the, uh, to the flow of the, I don't know, the engine or whatever you want to call that there, and just instantly burned like that panel was. The writers really love Ed, huh? I mean, because who doesn't? He makes some real um, choice. He calls when he says, "You're going to have to use your tether." When he's like telling her how he has to yeah. pull. That lever out, and he says, "You're gonna have to use your tether." No one else in the room is gonna say this, but the whole audience knows she's gonna have to use her tether for some sort of leverage here. <laughs> and then he says, "You want it to be an astronaut, right?" Like he's just, <laughs> but nobody died. Nobody died as a result of his actions. I'm assuming at a certain point, one of his ballsy moves is gonna cause someone to die. To be honest, the poetic ending would have been Danielle dying as a result of Ed's. Um, thing but yeah. you know i think the writers the way they figured was this was like a get out of jail free card for ed mm. considering his wife um was getting banged by his best friend's son so they were like let's just spare him any consequences for her deci- his decisions this season mm. and um <laughs> he almost went if this asteroid thing wasn't successful yeah. he almost went from american hero as some read uh listeners have met called him buzz lightyear uh <laughs> he almost went from american hero to the next margo if he would have had to return home as the guy trying to steal the asteroid from earth although well, i did he, sense he a little bit of home willingly yeah well yeah i think he would have just died on mars he was like, yeah. taking me yeah i did like that scene when danielle calls down and says to lee put it on the phone <laughs> she knows she she always knows what's going on, but she really does. Yeah. Look, I'm like I said earlier. I'm glad she didn't die. It would have, yeah, it would have been poetic horrible. if she did. Been however, horrible. however, um, I feel like it would have made things or, or made it difficult for the audience to get behind this new movement that is Agreed. dead, right? Like I, like that would that would have been a really difficult thing to come back from, uh, just you know, from from the storyline itself. That's a great point. I didn't even think about from that aspect. You're right. If if Danielle dies, it starts this whole new movement with a bad taste in your mouth, right? Like you're almost yeah. complicit, right? Yeah. 
um, which Danielle was in the right in almost all her decisions. What do you think of the torturing of Miles? Did you think it was excessive? Because I thought it was necessary, to be honest with you, if you were in their position. I thought it was... I mean, it was necessary, I think, for the mission. I wasn't happy about it. I mean, like, for all of the the things that I think of Miles, like, I like the character, which I think I mentioned for the first time we saw him on screen. Like, I like his character. It's very interesting. So, I didn't like seeing him get beat up. No, neither did I. He was pretty tough, though. I'll, I'll tell you that. He was pretty tough until he slipped up and he's like, he mentioned his, his family. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I just put my head down. I'm like, no. Like, he just which gave I, them the leverage. Which I think everybody can understand there, right? Yeah. Um, that would have been the trump card. And, you know, even even the guy, what's his name? Uh, Parker? Um, uh, Bishop? Bishop? Yeah. Something? Michael Bishop? I will tell my, you. Yeah, I think, Mike yeah, Bishop. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Mike Bishop is the guy... Um, who plays that CIA spy operative, whatever he is. Yeah. Who's beating the hell out of Miles with his fellow KGB partner there. Uh, a little bit too close for comfort, the KGB and CIA, the picture they were trying to draw in this episode. Well, um, I mean, look, look at how closely together Russia and the United arena. States are working. <laughs> you know, though, I will say this. Think about it. When they're doing this, they have no idea what these people are planning, right? Mm-hmm. So, for all they know, it could be some sort of self-destruction, you know, or the loss of lives, at which case something like this does have to occur. Although they had no evidence. We knew that Miles was involved, but they had no clear, decisive evidence until Miles slipped up, right, with the family, other than that little item. But they didn't know how involved he was. Yeah. Uh, Nonetheless, I kept on going back and forth, like, kind of like questioning myself as I was watching the show. I was like, man, this is excessive. Like, why are they beating the hell out of Miles? But then I'm thinking to myself, if I'm on the other side and I this is my only thread, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got to find out what's going on, right? Because people could die. Innocent people could die. Um, so, they had to do what they had to do. And at the same time, you're also rooting sort of for the, for the bandits here. But um, nonetheless, Miles cracks and he still gets saved at the end of the day, which I think salvages my bet, as we'll discuss later. We will discuss it later. But I, I think this is a great example of why you and I will never be police officers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, why? Because we don't think that that's excessive? Yeah. Well, Probably, I, I just... Yeah. In the sense that, listen, man, you, what are you going to do? Because here's Miles. Like, at the end of it, he's like, man, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. You just stole... A 1.2, what was it like? The, it's worth trillions of dollars, right? A 20 trillions, trillion dollar. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's not like you're doing nothing here. You are, you are absolutely irrevocably affecting the future of Earth here by taking this asteroid, right? This is not mm-hmm. a small operation we're doing. I just think it's because it's a TV show. We're minimizing it and we can zoom out and see like the good on both sides. But this is like a major crime against the people on Earth for the most part. Of, of taking this asteroid. So, um, was it excessive? Did I think that they were going to kill him? No. I just thought that they were taking him to the brink, to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't expecting him to die either. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, but I, I, I look again, I get it. Like this, this is a massive, you know, valuable thing for all of humanity. And I mean, come on, there's how many billions of people living on earth, you know, even in this year that, I mean, the, the show's in, and then you've got 100 people on Mars, maybe? Yeah. Right, like... No, it's crazy. 
yeah, I, I kind of get it. Like, I, I would want The Rock, too. Yeah. Yeah. Going onward here, we have a scene with Irina at the end. Because it's not just Margo who has consequences for, the, for this asteroid. Everybody's going to have repercussions on Earth. There's going to be, when this new season hits, right? Because this is all mm-hmm. taking place um, at the end when they do the time skip to 2012. We yeah. do a time skip in the future where there's now already uh, a mining like facility called Kuznikov or something like that, which is, I think, named after the astronaut who, who dies. Kuz, um, yeah. Kuz. Uh, Irina goes back to find her office being pretty much cased by the KGB, which means that she's probably going to be taken down from her position. Eli is definitely going to be taken down, and Gore is going to lose re-election, more than likely, because let, well, of this let, let's, let's be real. She's probably going to die. She's not just going to be removed from her position. She might die. I don't. I don't know if they'll kill her for sure because, I you know, look at Sergey. Sergey didn't die. They sent him off to another place, right? So, you know, I I don't think that they're you know not going to negotiate or figure some way out. But we could even have an Arena Margot reunion at some point in the future where Arena, you know, we we see a little bit about Arena because she doesn't. She comes up in this system. We don't know what they're using against her, right? true so um it's not so black and white and i think that's what that show does but i definitely think we're heading towards a new season with with new players you know obviously aleda staying i think dev is going to be like one of our main characters now more center focused uh and you even see at the end now that the asteroid's been taken care of he's now paying attention to kelly's findings it was almost like i gotta take care of this business first then i can focus about the scientific findings on Mars. Lee has his family now, so I'm expecting him to be a central character. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave up. Nobody sacrificed more in this episode than Lee. Am I am I wrong on that? He that guy would have certainly been killed. Um, yeah. If this went wrong. Yeah. No. I I think he he definitely sacrificed the most. And I mean, hey, I mean, at least it paid off in the end. He finally got his wife and what looks like their entire extended family or something coming along the journey. I don't think that was his uh, family. I think that was other people bringing their families up, people who were deciding to be... I have a feeling... I don't know what's going to occur in the next season, and maybe we can talk about that now. Um, but it does feel like people are, have drawn a line in the sand where Mar- either Mars is your home or Earth is your home, and you got to decide now. Uh, perhaps that's the reason why Dev is not arrested uh, at the end of this episode. He's walking of his own volition, maybe. Mm. Because he's so irreplaceable, or maybe because it's just Earth and Mars have no choice now. And so, through stealing this asteroid, the U.S. and and Russia have to now cooperate even more in order to stay involved on Mars, right? I think they're gonna um, have to. I'm with I don't you on know. That. Yeah. So, at what point does Mars does Mars split off eventually on this show uh, as its own kind of sanctioned territory? It's just the New America uh, type of thing where you have <laughs> Miles with his uprising, you know. They pretty much have their own little mini mini insurrection. That's a nice little famous word people like to throw around loosely these days. Yeah, um, a lot of times they mispronounce it though. Yeah, what do they say? <laughs> like erections? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, instigating an erection. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> What's that guy on CNN who got caught like a uh, freaking on on a Zoom call? Oh, I don't remember the name. Tubin. I don't know, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure he likes mispronouncing that word. That guy's gonna be haunted by that for the rest of his life. That's pretty horrible. But that's a bad thing to say on there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? I mean, they spread so much 
lies that it's just kind of fitting but anyways um continuing onward here miles has his redemption moment kind of crazy miles goes from no purpose at the start of the season we can talk about maybe some character journeys yeah uh he's in a, he's worked in an industry that's been decommissioned by nuclear energy he works he was working on oil rigs okay yeah his wife we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass you know we're not part of the miles wife fan club here i was kind of rooting for a little samantha action for for miles on mars to be honest but uh mainly because of the pressure he was facing on mars like listen woman like i have gone across the ga- like, you know across our solar system or what would you call it a galaxy yeah solar system solar system i think solar yeah. system yeah solar gone system. across our solar system to provide for this damn family all right <laughs> and you're still you know maybe we have to downsize the home a little bit honey all right you're not the one flying across space freaking collecting space rocks out here you know once you settle down a little bit you know, we go get go get another part-time job and, we, you know, we'll figure this one out. But, you know, Miles didn't read the fine print. He goes with someone who had no purpose to, you know, high pressures, you know, creating and hijacking, pl- pulling off like a Heisenberg situation. A lot occurred this season as we talk about it. He literally steals a black market from, you know, Ilya. Okay. Yeah. And then becomes a very key source in this asteroid. Like, he becomes the central point. No- none of this goes down without Miles because he needs to get the equipment for these people. And he mm-hmm. needs to facilitate the the creation of this shadow um, ghost ops, as they call it, right? Yeah. So, Miles goes from no purpose to one of the most instrumental fig- figures in human history on this show. Absolutely. In, in lots of ways. Absolutely, be, yeah. And he's kind of like a Ilya founding father. Either. No, I don't think so either. And I think Ilya comes to his rescue at the end. So, there's he even like it. a little like bit of a... Nice. He's like, for, he's forgiven him. At least it seems that way. Ilya's a good dude. Yeah, he is. Really I'd, good. I'd, I'd, ha- I'd go have some vodka with him. I agree. Me too. You know, at the end, he becomes kind of one of the founding fathers of this new Mars base, right? Dev is probably yeah. like George Washington, you know, or, <laughs> all right. I mean, who's more important than Dev? He's the one who came up with this whole plan in the first place. He's probably footing a lot of the bill too to build everything that they have. Yeah. I wonder if Miles is going to bring his family up. They don't seem like the Mars types, you know? I I don't I don't think they would bring his family up. Well, well. I, you know I don't know honestly. I'm 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 actually kind of fifty fifty on it because I feel like Miles is in, and I guess this kind of goes into like some of our projections a little bit. But I feel like he's in for in this for the long haul. Be, meaning, like I feel like he wants to be on Mars. Like that is his new place. That's where he's found his place. I agree. So i mean there's three outcomes there's either his family comes to mars they separate or he's taken home i don't think he would go home um you know no i I think anybody who worked with dev on this plan is going to be protected by dev somehow uh whatever that may be he's so indispensable now uh, on mars that he probably is unless the government just seizes all his companies and it's you know which would just be a just complete fascist move right yeah. Um, but I, I don't see that occurring necessarily. 
Uh, speaking of the char- other characters, I was concerned for Aleda in this episode half the time because she's been mm. so close to Margo, so close to the Sergei situation. Yeah. And I didn't know at some point whether repercussions were going to come to her family at a certain point. But it I seems was like she's- I about that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, especially, she, I mean, Sergei was in her home. Yeah. So, I, I think Margo was being a little loose with that. But, yeah, you know, what does it say? The heart will do what the heart will do? I, yeah, that's, that's, that with- sounds appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, she's in love with Sergey, man. That that dude's got a hold on her. Um, well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. R.I.P. I really enjoyed his character, and I actually really enjoyed imagining those two like in some sort of Shawshank Redemption ending of you know on a beach in Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, they've they've turned Brazil into a superpower on the space race, uh, or there's no longer a race too much unless they're going to Jupiter next. Um, but just imagining those two, you know, pina coladas in hands or uh, hyperine. If they have, what's the name of the famous Brazilian drink? Anyways, um, I have no clue. <laughs> no, you you don't know. You're you're the Russian expert. I'm you know anything south of the equator is, is my domain. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, that's fair, Zach. It's that's fair. That's fair. fair. It's fair. You would survive better in colder weathers. Right? I would. Yeah. I would assume. Like there would yeah. just be a natural. You probably have like a plus 15 lumberjack skill that you don't know about. <laughs> and I probably have like a, you know, I don't know what skill I'd have. I'd probably have a, well, I'm Cuban, on so I'd beach. probably have like a, yeah, yeah. I'd have a <laughs> plus 15 boating, navigating as, as a Cuban. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, um, going on, I don't know where I was going with that. I was hoping to see a future with those two, but I think you needed Sergey to die for Margot to take such an, for her to finally hit her limit. And say, I'm going to just take my stand. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I do agree with you. I think it was necessary for her to get to where she finally got to. Um, yeah. Though it is sad. I, 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 like you, I liked the relationship. I liked the character, Ser- Sergei's character a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just, I'm glad that nothing happened uh, to to anybody else. <laughs> no, no, nobody in the latest family uh, seems to be hurt. I was I was nervous about that when they were meeting in in the previous episodes. At How do you house. know? <laughs> what if she goes home and it's just well, so well, all right? Nothing <laughs> happened on screen, right? So like, there, there's nothing that's that's making me worry about them. <laughs> hey, that's my rule, bro. You don't see a body on screen. We saw Sergey's body on screen. That's <laughs> yeah. why we know we saw a hole right through his head on screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Margot, I would assume next season is just in in jail. You know, maybe hopefully a cushy jail, not like a serious offenders jail. Um, but we'll see. Ed, definitely surviving till next season. I don't know. Maybe he won't be alive. Maybe he dies from here to next season. Um, but he's going to be even older than this. Definitely kind of just like the old, you know, Frail, on, if, on if base, alive, you know, yeah. for sure. And Kelly, who knows? Maybe she's moved on from her widowed life. Found someone else. Alex will probably be in his late teens. Yeah. I'd have, if I had to guess, that would be a cool move. I, I've always said, I think that the show goes naturally towards Alex being a main character. So this will probably be the end of little Alex. Um, won't see him again. His fondest memory of his grandpa will be him shoving him in a, a air vent. duct <laughs> to go. to go. How about that? Without Alex, you don't get the discriminator, right? That's very true. So, Alex was instrumental in stealing this damn asteroid. So, he's already a little epic hero. Um, Kelly probably continues her groundbreaking research on Mars. And uh, I just think there's going to be a host of new characters that emerge next season, if I had yeah. to guess. 
Do yeah. you think it goes immediately past Mars next season? Like we're onto something else? Like they're trying to leave the solar system now? No. Or what do no, you think occurs? I, I, I feel like this will probably turn into maybe a bit more of like a uh, exploration of Mars, right? Like finding life, uh, mm -hmm. maybe trying to transform the planet into something that is more sustainable. Um, yeah. you know, maybe that like, so that there's actual, like an actual atmosphere and oxygen on the planet or something like that. Um, if I had to guess like between those two, I, I would say it, it, it's that I, I don't think we're just going to immediately try and jump to another planet as cool as it would be to explore other planets. I mean, like, look at how, how much everyone struggled to, to, to get here and you know, <laughs> how difficult it's been to stay here. So I, I don't think we're going to slingshot to another planet next uh, next season. No, but um, I, this season also felt like a perfect bookend for the show in, in lots of ways. Yeah. Um, although not quite because we didn't see Ed at the end. We didn't get like a last look at some of the characters. We saw Dev and Danielle pretty much, but we didn't see anybody else. So that's the only True. reason I'd say it's not. And that's why it's open-ended in lots of ways. But... um. With that being said, I think it could, I could totally see them saying, hey, we're going to take like two years off and think about where, the direction we want to take the show in and go from there. The whole cast is decently young, so mm -hmm. could go from there. Anything yeah. else you want to touch on or or, uh, or final comments on your part before we go oh, to categories? Man, just overall, overall, a really great final episode for the season. I I would be happy with this being the last episode if that's what ends up happening. Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't think season five has been confirmed yet, but man, they they really did set this up really well for a fifth season. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well done, well done for all mankinders. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's do one last time our categories. All right. Well, let's oh, hold on. B sorry, okay. Zach. Yeah. Before we get into categories, we may do one more bonus episode on for all mankind, depending. Ooh. On the comments and emails we get from you, if you want any last comments on For All Mankind, any theories of where the show could be going to from here, make sure you comment, send us an email at contact.soapbox.house. And if we get enough for a show that we deem it's good enough for an episode, we'll do it. All right, Zach. Let's do it. All right. Let's start with best scene of the episode. That's going to be a tough one. <clears throat> it's a tough one. Let's not forget this episode was like almost an hour and a half long so yeah this was a feature film it's crazy yeah um man i don't know if i can narrow it down to one but i'll say a couple i really enjoyed um just the whole sequence of sam having to go outside the ship and that whole tension that was, of that, that was great that one had me on the edge of my seat i enjoyed danielle calling down and saying put ed on the phone you know i did enjoy their <laughs> conversation and ed kind of explaining where his head was at and then I really enjoyed the end. Uh, the Danielle being alive, I was very... The whole episode would have had a sour note if she died to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that they probably debated that heavily in the writer's room of what they should do with that. And I think they made the right call. Uh, to kill her would have been just too much. It, it would have wounded the audience. It, it, was, it, it would not have aided, I think, in, in the story here. Agreed. And I don't think her role's done either, so... <clears throat> President Poole in the future does not sound too uh, crazy to me. Well, maybe she'll <clears throat> replace Eli. I don't know. She'd be so much better than Eli. My God. 
I, uh, I'm going to go with the scene with Sam. I, I, I do agree with that. that. Like I said, that one had me on the edge of my seat. The ending of this with seeing, I guess, like Dev and just, you know, everything finally coming together, realizing that, you know, everybody here is okay. Nobody, nobody's, nobody did die from this whole thing was great. Um, you know, outside of that, the, the only other thing that stands out to me was just, uh, Miles, you know, sticking it up in, in, in the room as he's getting beat up the entire episode. Mm-hmm. It's been it's between that and him starting the riot. Like that was that was great. Too. That was, was a like, great scene too. I forgot yeah, about that. he just he just man he just walks out of the room like a badass. <laughs> he's got like everybody starts walking behind him, following him. He's picking up like a I don't know like a wrench or something to beat the crap out of people. He's, that he's, was he's the unofficial union leader now. So yeah, All yeah. Right. Well, let's uh, let's pivot to favorite character of the episode. It's also tough, man. Like, there's so much that went down in this. It's it's mm. very difficult to narrow it to one. So maybe we can do two. All right. I've got. I'm my... gonna say Mar. I'm gonna okay. say Margo. Yeah. And Miles. Possible. Okay. Okay. I. I was gonna do. Lee. Oh yeah, Lee. Uh, I put Lee Lee over Miles. Yeah, I was I, I was going back and forth in my mind. I'm like, all right, Miles or Lee, Miles or Lee. <laughs> Lee's the one for me in this one, though. Miles did a great job, you know, suffering through his torture. I was I was happy to see that Lee finally got to to meet his family on Mars, which is great. Um, and that that opens up a whole interesting story for what could happen in season five. Um, and then if I have to pick somebody from from Earth, <clears throat> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the same, the same one. I might go Alita to be honest on Earth because she had more to lose than Margot. Margot at this point has been taken so far to the brink um, that what's left for her, you know, even when she goes back to Russia. Yeah. So but- it was even more courageous on Alita's part to input that code than it was for Margot. But Margot, yeah, she definitely it honorable was. mention. Yeah, I mean, the re- the reason I pick Margot over Alita is I don't think Alita's storyline's done, and I think it's possible that Margot's is. Um, she, may, maybe maybe she does come back in season five, you know, in some capacity. But um, I, f- I feel like her character had closure in this episode, which was nice. Yeah, it was something agreed. that I don't feel like like her characters had the entire show. So agreed, agreed. I like that. All right. Top line of the episode. What you got? Probably we probably both have the same. Um, I had put Margo uh, when she says Werner made it seem like there was no choice, but there's always a choice. And then she follows it up with a progress. Always, she kind of she kind of redeems what he said when she talks to him early in the series. She redeems what he said that sounded mm-hmm. more evil, and hers is kind of good. Yeah, which is progress always has a cost. In this case. <clears throat> it's really um I, I will say the citizens of Earth would have benefited from this asteroid too, but the higher ups more than anybody would have benefited from this, right? Yeah, I mean in, we have no idea sense. what sort of technological advancements it would actually have helped with in terms of like exactly. medicine or whatever. That's a great line though. Um mine is a much shorter, uh less deep line. <laughs> it's the one from Ed. He wanted to be an astronaut. 
That's it. That was that's the one that stood out to me in this. Yeah, that's a good line. That's a good line. Yeah, I liked it. I like yours though. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Are we gonna go? Let's go over our bets here. What do we have at the start All of the right. season, and where do we stand now? At the start of every season, if you if you join us on a series, most series we will do like wagers at the beginning, which usually results in one of us getting a bottle of our preferred adult beverage. Yeah, absolutely. Let me go ahead and pull it up. There we go. Okay, okay. so. We had three bets. Three. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Three. So this is yeah. So so somebody's got to win this year. Somebody. Somebody has to win it. <clears throat> Let's start with Miles is a screw up. Mario says no, and Zach says yes. I'm gonna let I'm gonna you answer to, it, pal. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to agree in in that he was the down. I mean, <laughs> he led some pretty bad stuff. Um. And he had his moments of screwing up. Like I, like I think a lot of this season, all the way up until like the last maybe two or three episodes, he's felt a lot like a screw up. But as you mentioned, he was pretty integral to this. <laughs> he, he was integral to everything that that went down here. And and I will say, because we are both on the side of Dev, we are not on the side of the United States and Russian governments trying to bring yeah. this rock to Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna agree. He wasn't a screw up in this. He was great. Came around one, one for me. I'll be honest, Zach. The moment he snitched, yeah, when they brought up him, I said I lost. I <laughs> you literally put your said, head down and started crying. <laughs> I said I lost it. I just I, I lost the bet. That was it. And I was, I was I, and it was I lost it. But I was like, I understand. Like it's his family. You know what is he gonna do? But yeah, all right. I. Uh, I didn't want to win it that way either. Like when 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 he when he said that, I was like, "No, but come on, I don't like don't let that be what what breaks this entire mission here." You had a moral conundrum because you were like, "If Dev is a screw up, then the asteroid comes to Earth. But if he's not a screw up, stay you know in lots of ways." Yeah, well, my Miles was great because because you think happy. about it, if Miles breaks any sooner than when he broke the whole operation goes up a lot faster. You know, immediately he could have been like, I need immunity. And then he says, it's Dev IS behind this. And then immediately that it's completely over after that. Mm -hmm. Completely. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Next one. Asteroid mining succeeds. You voted yes. That it succeeds. And I voted that it fails. Wow. So I already won. You won that. But... I did win the the other one at least. Ed dies. You voted yes. Ed dies in this season. I and did. I, I said, voted yes on that. Yeah, I voted no on that. Wow. Well, I got you two out of three though, bud. There you go. You got me on this one. It's about time because I feel like I've won two in a row. You had to break you, my streak. You won the. Did you win invasion? Which one did you win? Invasion, right? I think it was invasion, and um, yeah. it was um foundation. We have to keep a tally on like. The I know I won Peaky Blinder season six, I think. Yeah, I think uh, so. <laughs> you you won yeah. that one. I won Invasion and Foundation, if I recall correctly, and then you won All this right. one here. So All good right. job. We're tied, I guess. Hey, I'll good take job. a pack. I'll I'll let you off easy. I'll take a pack of those um high noon vodka seltzers that I brought to your house once. I'll take a, I'll take a pack of those. I'll take All a, right. you know give me a nice big pack of that, and you know 
I'll see you for Masters of Air. Masters All right, of the Air. we'll do it. <laughs> do you do you want to get into any predictions for a potential season five, or specifically, uh, I guess the, the question that I had was out of the characters that we're aware of, who do you think would be an integral uh, player in a season five? See, that's about the only thing I can answer. I I, I yeah. think Dev, Alita, Kelly, and Alex. Those are like my four. I don't know yeah. who else will absolutely be integral to this, integral um, yeah. to this, uh, the whole plot. That, that's all I can really predict. Because I, I can't, I can see Miles come back, but I don't see him being a central character. And I can see Lee coming back, but I can't see him being, Lee has like a nice bookend to his character. His wife is up on Mars yeah. now. I think, if anything, I think we might have a kid from Lee. And then maybe Alex, like, you know, yeah. at some point down the line. Maybe that's because he needs people his age up there at some point, you know? Well, we, I don't we, know. Just got, we just got a lot of people arrived. So, I mean, there's got to be some procreation yeah. happening. Yeah, something. They got to start populating Mars. Yeah. Yeah. How about I, you? Any predictions I, on, I, on your I, I think that's a, a good pick. It's Dev, Aleda. Like, we got to have somebody on Earth. Um, I agree with Miles' character. Like, I don't think he's going to continue. Like... He he really felt like a like a chess piece for this season, right? Like they needed that random character to fill that hole to make yeah. this mission a success. I don't know how relevant he would be in you know a, a season five beyond just being known as the guy that runs the black market. Um, do you Outside think, uh, of that, yeah, I think I think Kelly, Alex, and then we're gonna have to have a few more kids. Like we're 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 gonna have to start building up a colony or something. But does Joel Kinnaman come back? Does Joel Kinnaman come so, back, man. Like, I mean, I'm you sure there's it, some pictures of him up on a shelf in Kelly's room or something saying. like that. Do we but do we start season five with like a flashback or just Grandpa like, was was a great man? <laughs> it's just like a statue of Ed Baldwin, just you know. Very, very, very plausible, right? Like, I mean, because I don't think, to your point, you you mentioned earlier, we didn't really get like a nice send off for his character at the end of the episode. We did for Danielle, but yeah, we didn't they... we didn't get you know to to focus in on him much. So I like I I do think we're gonna have to get some closure at the beginning of whatever season five may or may not be. Um, but I don't think he's going to be in it as a like living you know active character or anything like that yeah i agree but yeah i don't know how active he can be but i i do think he'll be central for a couple episodes and then might drift off after that so i mean maybe we'll get some Uh, flashbacks who knows like maybe maybe he'll appear in some flashbacks there and we'll kind of see like i guess a little bit of how things developed from where they were to 2012 maybe maybe all right that about does it right That does it. That's all I got. That's all she wrote. All right. Some housekeeping real quick. Thank you all for tuning in to our For All Mankind series on Story Archives. We hope you enjoyed this season with us. I know we did over here. A little bit of what's going on on the channel soon. I'm still in the middle of the Hard Knocks Miami Dolphins series. And uh, we play the Kansas City Chiefs tonight in negative 23 degree wind chill because the Dolphins lost the division to the Buffalo Bills in the last game of the season. And so this perhaps could be the last game of the season tonight or the Dolphins could upset the world because nobody believes in the Dolphins tonight and they could uh, win and then we have to probably go play Pittsburgh or Buffalo next round. 
But I still have to record a Hard Knocks episode for that, which I hopefully will do before game time today. And after this, we are super behind on Monarch Legacy of Monsters. We're like four episodes behind. We're going to just end it with one big episode to recap everything. We've never done an episode this big before with covering so much material. I'm not hyping it up as a big episode. I'm hyping it up as a lot of stuff we have to do. Uh, On my end, work has been slammed in the nature of my work. I work in production, video production. So it's very deadline driven. So I don't know when that one's coming. So I'm not going to do what I did on the previous For All Mankind episode or two previous episodes ago, (laughs) which was guarantee a date for that episode. It, It could come Tuesday. It could come Friday. It could come uh the week after that or maybe the one after that i don't know probably not that long but there yeah, i did I it think, again. i don't think it'll be it that quite that long but yeah and then uh after this our only planned show after the, the after for all mankind is masters of the air premiering january 26 so we're gonna have a little bit of a break here as we have a little bit of a lull and then we're gonna just do that show for a little bit until we figure out what else we're gonna mix and match into the channel at that point so join us for that as always, subscribe, leave us a review, you know, the, you know the deal. And if you want to support the show, our Patreon is in the description. Spotify is abandoning their ambassador program. So yeah, if you want to support the show and help us do that as Spotify uh, delists their monetization uh, ambassador Shame. program. Yeah, man. I figured it was only like an onboarding thing, but they've been, they've been good to us. So yeah. Anyways. All right, Zach, to the outro. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of For All Mankind by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple and Spotify podcasts primarily. You can visit us on YouTube at Soapbox Podcast Network. Our website is soapbox.house. You can email us at contact at soapbox.house. And we do have a link in the description below to sign up for our quarterly newsletter, which was pronounced very interestingly by me. Right now? <laughs> oh, by the way, you got called out um, that we still have a certain form active on on our links. So we have to deactivate the form that we said we were only going to put up for a short period of time. Okay. Our feedback we'll, form. We'll deactivate it. Thank you. <laughs> whoever, whoever, who called me out? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, it's been a nice soul. Yeah, it's been a good one. See you next time, y'all.